for our Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Six-pack lap of that. We got Russell Orhe back in. So, anything new? (laughs) (laughs) So, anything new? What's been going on? (laughs) I've just I've just been chilling. Nothing, man. <laughs> That's right. What's the? It is, um, dude. I I was talking. I forget what I was talking to at the time, and literally on the phone, um, some. Oh, it was it was Pete from SBD? We were talking about Sheffield, which is coming up, and he's like, "Oh shit, what? Big video just dropped," and I'm like, "All right, how how big is it?" And he's like, I don't know, but it looks like it might be big. And then we so we hung up. We were like, all right, whatever, let's let's dive in. I'm like, this has got to be like this never happens like that. Um yeah. seen it and uh was like, oh shit. And and like he he was like, I didn't watch right away. And um I was working on I had like a, a bunch of stuff I'm trying to work on and sort out. And um Got people messaging me like, okay, well, they're using sound clips from the King of Lives podcast. <laughs> so <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, which is fine. I don't care. But I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I better check it out because I don't know what the fuck I said either. I mean, we talk a lot. Right? <laughs> so like, ah, you're trying to make sure you're not getting roasted in there, too. <laughs> right. Like, am I involved in this too now? Yeah. But, um, and, and then, and then here we go. And for like, uh, we were talking like, um, previously, but when, when the Arnold happened, I, I was like reposting and I, I take like, I'm in uh, the stories, like taking clips, of the actual lifts and cutting them up, turning them to reels, putting them on the page. And then as well as putting them in the story constantly throughout the whole day. And uh, so I'm not actually paying attention to other people's stories because I got, I'm like working, I got shit to do. And we do like a ton of these, right? Cause people come in King yeah. lifts who aren't watching the stream. So this, and then in the stories by the next day, like I went out that night with the fellas. So by the next day, like I missed it. I like missed yeah, that yeah. Nap until, until I don't know how many ever many days later that video mm-hmm. dropped. And I was a little bit flying blind. I even did the Arnold recap without knowing um, the recap show that we just popped. We, it, Marcellus's video came out and then I dropped the recap show. Um oh. So I, I didn't even uh, fully know what the shit everyone, like, I didn't know yet. Yeah. But here we are. And, and, um, <laughs> and the last two days have been pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. What, what was your impression? First off, uh, I don't know, should we start at the Arnold Classic, the video, or, or what are you thinking? Uh, whatever you want to start with, I'm good. Um, I think, yeah, I think I think maybe the Arnold Classic would be a good start to that, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I was tuned in. I was actually super excited to watch the Arnold. I've never, like, I'm not one that's super big on watching meets. Um, I just check, like, on how the performances went after. Like, I never actually sit down and just watch the full meet. Um, so this particular meet, I actually wanted to watch. We So we have, like, TVs here at the gym, and we had them playing. Um, and I was interested in seeing how some of those were going to do. I mean, we had big names competing in that meet. So I was interested, and I was tuned in, and um, – 
yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, that's it. Well, <laughs> it was interesting to me for sure. I was invested. Like, um, in terms of the Aaron Classic, obviously mm-hmm. before that, Petrie had made Brendan Petrie had made a post uh stating he wanted to go for Jesse Norris's records. Mm-hmm. And Jesse Norris is like an icon in the sport. He, I mean, he was so far ahead of his game as a 90 kilo lifter, he was totaling 914, 915 in the USAPL. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on calibrated plates. It wasn't on, you know, it wasn't, you know, like the USPL like we know it today, right? Um, and then also 922.5 are record breakers. I believe they might have had a deadlift bar. I can't remember. This is 2015. Um, mm-hmm. Untested, but I think Jesse was in and out of USAPL, so I think he was subject to testing, even though he's doing it. But crazy numbers. And this is 2015, so far ahead of everyone else. Um, yeah. So when he posted that, he might have got some flack ahead of time. Did you see that? And what did you think about the comparison of I'm going after those leading it to the Arnold? Um, I always give. So, okay. When I saw that post, it got sent to me and uh, I was like, damn, I mean, his training must've went really well. Like not like, not my trying to like be funny or anything like that. I was like, damn, his training must've went really well. Um, I feel like when you put that level of, uh, I guess like expectation on yourself, there has to be something that you're seeing that you believe that is possible. Cause like, I'm thinking from my perspective, I guess I would never post <laughs> something like that if I didn't think I was like capable of doing it. So that's why I was saying, like I was super invested in this me. Cause I'm like, damn, like he really, he really is like putting that out there. So, okay, I'm, I'm tuning in like that, that had me invested for sure. And then obviously like the other reasons, but I was definitely like, okay, like nine twenty shit. Like let's see that. So yeah, that's that's why I was like really, really interested in watching the meet. Is this a move that like would you put moves like that on yourself in terms no, of uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. seems a no. little if, yeah, for the so whenever I do I mean and everyone's different. Like I'm not saying it was like a bad thing. Um, but everyone's different. I would I personally don't do that because meet day is completely different. Like I always go into meet day knowing that yo, you could bomb out, you could get injured, you could just not have your day, like something could happen. So I always just say, I want, like, I know what I want to do inside of my heart and my head, but to put it out there to the world is just kind of tough because like, if you fall anything short of that, the world's going to come at you. And I especially don't do it because I have a bigger platform and people are just waiting to nitpick and, and kind of get at me for anything I do. I get squat to depth and get three white lights and people will be like, oh, you're a gift to that. So it's just like, I'm not going to put extra expectation on like a particular meet that I have. I always just say like, I want this meet to be uh, special and different. Um, and then in my head, I know like, okay, bro, like your training was going really, really well. This is what you may or may not be capable of. When I seen it, um, like I was around for Jesse Norris and I was, mm-hmm. I got excited. It worked. Like if Brandon was trying to bring, um, like a, it'll bring attention and people like, mm-hmm. Oh shit, you're going to lean in and watch. Yeah. Like you said it will bring a level of expectation as well. Yeah. It, bra- it is a brave move to do. Yeah, it is really also yeah. Not even to interrupt you. That's go ahead. That's when that's when the hate starts, though. Like when you start popping. So like this is this is. I mean, we're gonna talk about this later, but this is when the trash talk kind of comes into play, right? And then there's like when you start talking like that, you got to be ready for what comes after that. If you don't hit that mark, so like if I'm over here talking and I'm like oh, like yeah, like I'm about to. Like I'm about to be the I'm about to have the best performance ever in the 82 and a half kg weight class, and I fall completely short of that. I I'm completely ready to get roasted because that's what I put out there for myself. 
had I just stayed quiet and just like kind of done my own thing, then if I fail, everyone's gonna be like, oh, it's okay, you'll get it back next time, man. Like uh, next me, you know, you're still him and da da da. So I just try to, that's why I'm saying like, whenever you invite that type of energy, you have to be ready for the energy to come back to you if you do uh, if you do not perform to expectation. It's it's a double edged sword though. Yeah, it's a double edged sword for sure. Because yeah. if you hit, you look oh, like yeah. you, you look like, like Ali in his prime. You look like <laughs> yeah. Ali, you know what I mean? you like holy shit. And then you could all of a sudden yeah. start talking like I fucking told you. And then yeah, people yeah. are all over you. Um, mm-hmm. It's tough. And you've dealt with yourself. Like people like, mm-hmm. oh, Russ, you see this. He's so arrogant the way he carries himself. But it's like, <laughs> um, it's confidence in you. Like it, it, if you get too vanilla with it and just stay in the pocket too much, like mm-hmm. it is, it, it gets a little dry and dull. There is a too much of a tipping point where you don't want to yeah. start going overboards, but it's a freaking balance, isn't it? Like it's mm-hmm. like you, what he tasted to a large extent, you're, you taste as well, where it's like, look at, if I fumble the bag, I have all mm. these guys coming for me and I'm the king of the 82 and a half and or night or 83s, either which way you want to go. And, um, if you fumble the bag at all times with, you mm. know, do you well, put it this way? Do you feel like you make bold claims and statements as well? Not really, to be honest. That's why like, I'm not sure where these arrogant, claims are coming from and these like overly confident things i think it's like my ig captions that i post sometimes and like maybe the videos that i i put together but all i do is just say like what i've done like it's not i'm not like i'm not i'm not about to sit here and act like i haven't won five titles or anything like that um and i play into that with my content so like on tiktok i might post something like oh like when you're a five-time national champion and a two-time world champion and like it will be like a funny video or like a, a motivational video and then with my IG captions, all I do is just quote rap lyrics and I just post it with maybe a picture or my lift. Um, I don't say like, I don't, I don't go out of my way to shit on other lifters. Um, <laughs> this is like bad timing to say that. <laughs> I don't go. <laughs> but, <laughs> you just but, go. Yeah. <laughs> bad time to say they're going to, they're going to clip that and then start running all the clips of me on right. my posts and stuff. But like, I don't, I seriously don't go out of my way and provoke to shit on other lifters. Like I don't sit here and say like, 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 just on the off season, I don't say like, oh, like, like y'all eighty threes are nothing, and I'm the best, and da, da, da. Like, I don't, I don't really do that. I just sing my personal praises. That's it. I'm just like, oh, like I'm about to go crazy my next meet, or I'll post a rap lyric that I feel resonates with what I'm doing right now, or something that I can relate to. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't just go into like other people's comment sections and be like, oh, you're shit. Like I'm gonna beat you. Like you know that kind of shit. Or, like you mm. know, like I'm not like a, um, who's that one young. 83 that talks a lot um sean jin's the junior world yeah, yeah there yeah. you go i'm not like him and i feel like to me that's more arrogant in my opinion because like it's not being backed up fully and i'm not trying to disrespect him but that's what i view as arrogant it's like hey man slow down like you're not you're not there yet not like no disrespect but it's like you're not yet there yet so when you talk it just comes off as like kind of like arrogant in a sense Whereas, whereas I'm just speaking on what I've done and what I plan on doing and what I'm working towards doing. So I don't think it's, I mean, arrogant is, like arrogant is like a strong word, but um, I don't know. I just what, feel like I'm confident. What is arrogance? Like, I don't even know. Because it's such a, you can be, it can be interpreted in. Like you're blind. Your confidence blinds you almost. Yeah. 
I, it, you know, it depends on how people try to use it. When they meet you, you're like, mm-hmm. that guy's arrogant the way he carries himself. Is he arrogant yeah. or is he confident? Like sometimes yeah. people use it, but it like, but if you say confident, it's a fucking positive all of a sudden. Literally, yeah. the fine line between arrogance and confidence is very fine. And it's like yeah. how you it probably is the bias in which you view the person. You like Russ? Yeah. You like Russ? He's confident. I fucking I like the way he carries himself. You don't yeah. like Russ for whatever reason? He's arrogant. And that's yeah. and you're probably looking at the same thing. Yeah, I think that was a beautiful take. It's just like, it depends on the biases of the person that's making the comment. Like, if you fuck with me, you're going to say that I'm confident. If you dislike me and you hate me, you're going to say that I'm arrogant. I just, like I said, I don't, I try, like, I've said this on many times on the podcast, bro. When I go into a meet, I'm fully prepared to lose. Like, I, I've tasted defeat in my head many times. And that insecurity pushes me to be better and, like, work towards my goals and stay sharp. If I was arrogant, then I wouldn't be in here working as hard as I do. I think, like, when I look at other lifters, I'm like, fuck, this person's progressing. I gotta, I gotta work harder. I gotta train harder. So to me, like arrogance would be something that's just like, oh, I can take today off. I don't need today. I'm him for real. Mm. Like these, these motherfuckers can't touch me. I'm like, no, I'm very touchable. So like, let's go ahead and work to make sure that I spread the gap or try to put myself in position to make sure I can, like, I don't fail. So that's when I think arrogance kind of kicks in when it's like, oh, I can smoke on the weekend. I can drink on the weekend. Like I can party it up, um, do all this type of shit without staying true to the craft. That's why I think a little bit of arrogance plays into it. But I'm definitely, I try to be quote unquote as humble as possible because you have to keep progressing. You have to keep yourself in line and, and keep working. So that would be, that's a pretty good possible breakdown because like, for instance, yeah. um, Mike Tyson in the eighties, when he was in his prime, got so arrogant. He stopped training for some guys. He'd be like, I trained for this guy. He's tough. The other guy, yeah. not as tough. I lay back a little bit. And then this guy's tougher. Hell and no. then eventually, <laughs> eventually Buster Douglas caught him. It's like, wow. Yeah. Eventually one of the guys you didn't think were tough had the night of his life. And this is what happened. Yeah. Bro. I respect my, I respect everyone that I'm competing against on the day of the meet or like, I, I well, not uh, reverse. I respect everyone that's competing leading up to the meet. I'm super insecure leading up to a meet because the level that I'm training at, it's just like, I need, like, I need to do, I need to make sure all my eyes are dotted and all my T's are crossed because like this guy might pop out. Like this is why I'm going to pop out of nowhere and take my spot and like win. And if I fuck up, like, like it's very possible. So like every person that's in the top five, I'm like, damn, this person could like, t- like have the meat of their life and beat me. Damn, this person can have the meat of their life and beat me. So you need to make sure you're inside of the gym training every single day um, to get better. So like I said, arrogance to me, like you said, we kind of like the Mike Tyson shit where it's just like, I ain't got a squat today. I'm him. Like, I don't got to do this today. I'm straight. But I, I don't I don't approach my training like that. I don't approach my life like that at all. So um in terms of trash talk, <laughs> what is what is what is the place, not just like with yourself, and mm-hmm. we'll bring it back to the Arnold Classic in a second here. Yeah. But I had Rondell on on the podcast, like, and I haven't dropped that episode yet, but we're Ooh. gonna drop this uh, probably on the weekend as well. And Rondell said his favorite clips his favorite episodes are the kingless episodes when you come on and um like he loved when you come on and you're talking your talk or or whoever comes on and talks or talk and i i asked him um because the rondell episode happened after the Mar- marcellus uh video dropped and mm-hmm. i was like well in your estimation how when is trash talk too far and um is there timing like if someone just bombed too soon or if it's leading into a clash together and you're like man you have problems hitting depth you don't worry about me like if you said something like that it's been months it's fine now and he goes honestly 
He goes, as long as it's sport, I don't mm. think there's a limit. He's like, I think it yeah. doesn't matter. I think if it's two competitors and it's sports, he's like, it's totally fine. And then I asked them, I put it on him. Uh, I was like, what about when Taylor got at you on King of the Lips? And he's mm-hmm. like, I heard it because Taylor got at him and Taylor got mm-hmm. heated at him. Like Taylor's mm-hmm. like swearing, like I'm tired of these fucking guys comparing themselves <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he was on and, yeah. um, and it was heated. And then for a hot minute for like two weeks, it, it, Rondell said, I'd go do a question and answer in my Instagram. And um, every single question was Taylor Atwood. And because mm-hmm. Taylor went at him on the King of List podcast and that clip mm-hmm. went crazy. And I was like, um, and he was, and it got to a point where I'm like, I'll take all questions except for about Taylor. Cause he's like, <laughs> and I was like, great. Cause he's like, it's too much. That's funny. And I was like, mm-hmm. so was it too much then? And he goes, no. Cause I was, he said, I was in talks and possibly was going to be at Sheffield. And I was possibly going to be the heat around what happened on that podcast with Taylor and the clips that came out of that pod. I don't got to tell you, man, you've been on some podcast clips too. You yeah. know, how, you know, the heat that can happen. He was like, yeah. that almost made some crazy shit happen with like Sheffield and SBD ended up not, not happening through politics. We could talk about that later, mm-hmm. but he said, honestly, as hot as the kitchen was at that moment. And as much as it encompassed my life and was, is kind of crazy. He was like, Doors opened and it never got more. I never got more attention as right then. Yeah. So he says there is no bad time, no whatever, as long as it's about sport. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, what do you think? What do you think, Russ? Yeah, I'm I'm right there with him. Like, as, as long as it's about sports, I'm not disrespecting, like, you personally or anything like that. And we're just keeping it strictly about, like, lifting aspect of it. I'm cool with it. And timing is important because timing – dictates some of the stuff you're going to be saying um i don't know if you want to jump straight into like what i said or like you can how, like, you can it's yeah. part of it might as well yeah i mean okay so like with uh with petrie um i mean obviously he bombed out of the arnold and i was like i mean the, it's time to start rolling i gotta start talking now i mean that's just how it goes and the thing about that the context behind all of that right is like we were slightly chirping at each other before right so there's obvious like there's obvious like competitive juices flowing so like we're chirping a little bit before so i'm i'm paying attention to his meat and i'm watching his meat to see like what is he going to do and at this time at this point it's already established that we're talking trash to each other we're talking shit to each other like we're posting about each other we have like subliminals here and there um so when the meat comes and he bombs you 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 attack you finish and Everyone's like, oh, you're kicking a man when it's down. Uh, I mean, I guess that's a term. But to me, I'm like, I heard finish him, like Mortal Kombat type shit. Like, so in sports, at least from all the sports that I've seen and consumed, um, that's the opportune time to talk shit. I mean, kick a man when it's down. Yeah, you finish him. Like, that's, that's just how it goes. That's the best time to kick a man when he's down. I mean, the best time to talk shit is when the man's down because, like, you know, you're kind of finishing it. Uh, so it's like you talk shit before and during and then after too. So, uh, yeah, to me, it was just, you just kind of keep going to a certain extent. And it wasn't anything too bad. It was just like a couple of funny things here and there. And um, it wasn't like personal. It wasn't like anything to where it's just like, oh, like you're a trash human being or anything like that. It's like, no, I'm just making fun of the fact that you bombed after given the expectations that you had for yourself and the fact that we've been talking trash leading up to that point. So it wasn't 
I don't know. I, I think like in football and basketball and UFC, boxing, all that kind of stuff. I mean, like football, you give a big ass touchdown, you give up a big ass touchdown. The DB is getting made fun of. It's like, oh, you're you're trash. Like you just gave out a big touchdown uh, to, to to lose the game, or the kicker missed a field goal. Like to to lose the game, you get trash talk on that. Um, boxers get knocked out after talking a bunch of shit. Then the guys get like, see, you shouldn't have been talking all that shit. I told you, like I told you, I was gonna knock him out. Thought about. So I mean, you know, I think I think Palpatine just isn't used to seeing that or experiencing that. I'm not sure, like. Because I, I am, like, I do have, like, a big following. And I think maybe it was just in poor taste. Or it was viewed as poor taste for most people. So, but, yeah, I mean, I don't really regret it. So I I, I think 100% powerlifting isn't used to seeing it. When I yeah. – everything you said, um, like, like fucking if it's basketball, um, if Jordan does – if Jordan totally styles on somebody, he goes to the mm-hmm. press conference, he's going to let you know. You know, in, um, it's just yeah. the way it is. Like, uh, if in hockey, they have a term of like, it's kind of like with Jordan, if you deke around somebody and you score and it would, you call that in hockey, like, man, I just fucking undressed that guy back there, man. Like he, he that's what you say. Like, yeah. I just totally styled on him and things mm-hmm. like that would happen into the point where, um, yeah, if Conor McGregor and so-and-so are talking shit and the other guy has a fight. And Conor McGregor's yeah. waiting for his match later on down the road. But there's beef. There's heat there. And everyone knows mm-hmm. in the future, they may clash. That guy loses his fight, drops the ball. McGregor's tweeting out being like, this is the guy. This yeah. is the guy you guys thought that was going to take yeah. me. And, um, but stays, you know, if it stays inside the sporting, but it, it's true that we see that in other sports. I do think as well. And this is part of it that I talked to Rondell about is I think some of it is we aren't this is all new to us. We're not yeah. used to uh, a you and your following. And we're not used to like people talking like this. Mm. You've done a few things in powerlifting and that other sports do that. We don't see. And you, you mm. felt the same thing before, like just wearing a fucking yeah, suit yeah. and all of a sudden yeah. people are like, <laughs> people are like what? And you're like, yeah, I got killed for wearing a suit. Yeah, and you're like, this isn't that crazy. It's, yeah. it's kind of weird. You're, you're, um, and then some people want us to kind of stay small minded and be like, yeah, but you're not, this isn't basketball. You're not Jordan. And it's kind of like, I mean, shit, man. I mean, so then why try? I, I like comments like that. Comments like that is what kind of, I've said this before, man, comments like that and that mentality just kind of holds us back, man. Like, do y'all not, like, I'm confused. Do we not want the sport to grow or like, do we want it to stay the same? Do we just want to keep it? I, I don't, I don't get it. I just feel like the a rising tide lifts all ships. So like if powerlifting gets bigger, it's like an opportunity for everyone, you know. So whatever people say, it's like it's powerlifting. It's not that serious. Or like this dude really thinks he's like like that. It's like bro, chill out. It's just powerlifting. I'm like, bro, we all eat off of powerlifting. Like I have made a living off of powerlifting. Like you make a living off of powerlifting. Like people make livings off of powerlifting. So it's just like to say it's not that serious sometimes like bothers me because I I take it. I put a lot into it. So it's like why can't I take it serious? Like what's wrong with that? Well, I. I guarantee you, if all of us had that same mentality, we're not going too far. Yeah. The re the people who are pushing it further have bigger visions for yeah. sure. Like all of the different things that have happened in the last 10 years are mm-hmm. not happening off the backs of people who said, just a hobby, not that big a deal. Let's not think too big about it. It's yeah. all happening off the backs of the people who are like, we could fucking make something of this. 
this is a big deal. Let's start, let's start viewing what are other sports doing. People look at the pro series and they love how it looks and whatever that people look at like, mm-hmm. what, like signing these contracts for possible television deals or whatever the shit. And it's like, we're following in the footstep of, of other sports. So when yeah. the athletes are like, and even press conferences now at the PA NAS, they have those press conferences and whatnot and the clips look, look really nice. And mm-hmm. we're getting these ideas from other sports. So when the athletes yeah. are like, I'm going to start conducting myself like that. And let's just yeah. And they're like, yeah. no. It's like, well, you know what? <laughs> I don't think I value your consulting opinion on this. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I want a, I want a more encouraging behavior when people kind of step outside of the box and try to add a different wrinkle in the game, uh, a different wrinkle in the game. Like when you like, okay. So we all see like the big sports establishments that are, are the big sports that are established today. Look at like the NFL, the NBA, UFC. UFC was an underground sport. Like it was something that was thought could never be on ESPN or like be as big as it is now. But it took people to have a bigger vision and start incorporating things that would lead it to be more of a mainstream sport. Same thing with NBA. NBA used to be on tape delay. Like, you know, it's, it's like it never was on television. And then like it was, it was only on like maybe one to two channels. Now it, you could find it everywhere. They have like NBA League Pass. So it just takes like the vision of an individual. It takes visions of multiple people to kind of push the sport forward. So like if we keep having that same mentality and discourage people from like doing different things, then we're just going to stay stuck here and we're never going to have it grow to anything. It's um like to the same point of, uh, you know, Rondell brought up, he's like, look at, I didn't hit what I wanted at Arnold's and mm-hmm. Taylor Atwood was videoing himself watching Arnold look into the phone is like, this is the guy, <laughs> this is the guy who's going to beat me. Like what's up now? And I asked yeah. him, like, how'd you feel about that? Now it's easier. He's still total over a thousand kilo. He didn't bomb out, but he was like, yeah. fueled me up a little bit. But, mm-hmm. um, so, so going to the Arnold, um, so these, this happens, you put out those mm-hmm. stories and mm-hmm. we're, we're, what was the people in your inner circle saying? Cause you, I think you had mentioned, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see it live, but I saw uh, in the Marcellus uh, video, he said, it looked like you had mentioned, I think, you know, one of my boys is saying, <laughs> man, you got to stop. And you're like, and then you came back and you're like, I got one more. I got one more. And then, and then, oh, and then he's like, God. all right, my boys are like, that was the last one. Well, yeah yeah in the time did you think this is going to spark something or were you thinking i'm probably he'll someone will fire back but it's not going to be quite this big i don't know what i was thinking i was just thinking i was i was just looking at it at the time I was like, oh i get to talk shit now like that's kind of it uh so when i started posting it i was so like I, I said this on the last podcast i don't have shit saved like plotting on his like downfall or anything like that i'm just kind of like waiting to see what happens and then when it happens, I'm thinking like on the fly of like what to post and like what would be funny in that moment. So I started posting and um, yeah, I mean, I just, <laughs> it was funny because when I watched the YouTube video there, he was showing my clips. I'm not gonna lie. Like I started, I busted out laughing because I was like, damn, I'm pretty funny. Because <laughs> oh, like, no, because I mean, like, I'm not trying to be like mean, but like I was looking at some of the stuff that I was posting, like I had the Tom and Jerry like passing bombs to each other and then like one finally exploded in space and then I had like the funk flex like 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 the bombs dropping it's like drop a bomb and when you know okay. so <laughs> I'm not you're trying to make my, laugh you're just... admiring your work here <laughs> <laughs> this is not an apology video yeah, I'm, I'm so egotistical man um but yeah so uh my friends were yeah my inner circle was just like oh like you know, post it. It's funny. 
Um, I did have – so my closest friend, my best friend, was like, okay, it's enough. You got it. I was like, all right, you got it. You're done. I was like, all right. And then so I stopped posting. But then something more funny – like another funny thing came into my head, and the pivot clip was like this Attack of Titan uh, – Attack on Titan clip. It was like a, this anime. And it was basically like the, – the clip is like this – the father is like thinking like, oh, no, I don't want to actually do this. And the son's like, what are you doing? This is what we came here for. So, like, it's kind of like, oh, let me just get this one last joke off. Um, and then he was like, okay, like, you can stop now. So, um, yeah, I mean, the reaction to it, people were laughing and people were, like, talking to me about it. There are some prominent lifters that we that I have, like, long conversations about in regards to the post that, you know, thought it was funny. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, I know a lot of people were watching my story just to, like, you know, see what was happening. But, yeah. it, it- is there an expectation you think that if they came to the story, like, do you think after it happened, people came to your stories? Like, Let's see what Russ, what Russ says. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because when we were trash talking and we're shit talking to each other, or whatever, like it wasn't every day. It wasn't like a constant thing where I'm like, like I'm actually mentioning him. And he's like actually mentioning me. And like, we're really going at each other like that. It's like more subliminal. So it's like the people that know, know if that makes sense. Um, so I don't think people were like waiting. It's like, oh, he bombed. Let's go to Russell's story. It was more so like, oh, he he bombed. Oh, shit. Did you check Russell's story real quick? Like, bro, like, look what he's posting. And then I think it started gathering some momentum from there. But um, no, I don't think people were like, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't think people were waiting for me to just like start posting. In 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 terms of the subliminals, um, like you're you're – because I remember I asked somebody in, in the Marcellus video, it's, it had mentioned that um, like, obviously the King of this <laughs> podcast yeah, and it man. had mentioned the things that were said on, on Brennan's Instagram. I hadn't seen it. Yeah. It didn't look too bad, but then other people. So in a conversation I was saying like, it's, I didn't see those either. Like some of this got mm-hmm. missed on me, but someone had said what you had just said about there had been, um, talk in maybe some comments or some podcasts or whatever like subliminal stuff and i'm like but i mm-hmm. y- you gotta know so did you feel like or you felt the tension because i think some people for some people they didn't quite see this coming they or or they didn't yeah. know there was tension until like yeah. afterwards like i don't think i well i didn't expect it because i totally didn't even after i was done doing all that work trying to post up i was done and i wasn't like oh i think russ is gonna drop, drop some bombs himself <laughs> i didn't yeah. think but but this was definitely prevalent like your camp and you think probably his camp knew there was tensions and there was oh yeah 100 man because marcellus seemed to have seen it felt like he he felt somewhat blindsided from it or maybe he was a little removed from it and wasn't paying attention either i don't know i I personally can't speak on what he felt about it to be honest with you yeah fair um enough. i don't know i don't know how much like I don't know how tapped in he is into it. So like, I'm not sure if like they have that communication where it's like, Oh, like so-and-so just posted like this subliminal about you or whatever. So I'm not sure if it took him off guard or whatever. Um, where do I want to take this? So yeah, when <sighs> that video was just very, uh, it was, it was propped up in a way that was very kind of like one-sided, but even so, even with that being said, when I saw those, when I saw those IG stories again, I actually got like mad again. Like I was like, not mad, but like, I'm just like, 
man, I wish I didn't finish our training because I would have loved to train into the session just seeing those those things again. Because I actually want to talk about um, him saying that I should have, like, I'm so into myself that um, I went off about something that I shouldn't have went off about. Because when I look at those uh, IG stories again, and I've had this conversation with Petrie, like we, it's funny because like even me sitting on this podcast, we've had the conversation. Me and Petrie have already spoken, and like everything is good. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a problem with anything really that I did. Um, but he was kind of wondering too as to why like I reacted or how I started building like a beef or like this competitive juice um, back and forth off of the IG stories that he posted that represented him and Marcellus's IG story. So. Um, I don't want to butcher it because I was told that I butchered it on the podcast. Um, okay. Petrie made, man, I, I feel so nasty saying another man's name, like a hundred miles per hour, but I, I don't jump on podcasts to be like vague. Petrie made a post and asked people, who do you guys think is the number one lifter in the USAPO? That's mistake number one. And I'm going to tell you why, because context, Petrie is a competitor in the USAPO. So when you pose that question as a competitor, you're already, you're already testing other people's prides. And for a, for a competitor of like myself, you're already testing like, just like the pride and energy of that. Any, to me, any real high level athlete, if you slight them in the slightest, they're going to take that and use that as motivation and think that you're counting them out or you're talking shit. I don't care. Like, all across the board. It does not matter. Um, so with that being said, he posted as a competitor. That question is perfectly fine for someone like yourself, Ryan, like for, for like a fan or for someone that like isn't really in the, the, the creme de la creme of like competitors and like top uh, 0.01%. So he made that post. And just off that question alone, I was like, this isn't like, this isn't going to, and well, like, I like, there's no way you could come out unscathed unless you just repost what the person says and you leave it be. And you maybe like say a good question because you're asking the people to tell you who they think is the best lifter. So just leave it at that. So, for example, if someone says my name or if someone says another name, just leave it. Just go, all right, I can see why you'd say that. Or like, all right, I can see why you say him. Or all right, like, yeah, he's a great lifter. Phenomenal lifter, right? That's the only way you can come out unscathed from doing something like that. So, like in the in the uh, IG story that he posts, he said, someone said, Russ. And he said, I personally have so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so above him. He's still a great lifter, though. Me? <laughs> I would be like, I mean, I was shit. Y'all can't, y'all can't see my face. But I would be like, what? Like, this motherfucker thinks that these three people are in front of me. Hell no. Nah. Like I'm going to get tight about that. And then I saw like three or four or five different posts about that or how many ever posts, maybe two or three. And I'm like, mm, I don't like that. You know? So like, and plus mind you, like a lot of people were sending, a lot of people felt the same way. Cause a lot of people were sending it to me and it's like, yo, like what's up? Like, yo, what's, what's up with your boy? Like, why is he trying to like almost persuade people into thinking that you shouldn't be the number one lifter? Because when you present that, when you present that question in that context, it should just be kind of like, like I said, oh, you think, oh, okay, like, yeah, that's a good lift here. Or um, Ashton, like, yeah, Ashton's been killing it for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So whenever you kind of create this element of like, no, he's, 
he's he's not he's not the best. It's like, well, damn, did did they ask you or did they or did you ask them? Like, which one is it? You know what I mean? So, like I said, I mean that's just kind of how I took it, and then from there it just started spawning into like, oh, like I'm I'm finna show y'all, like or I'm finna you know do my thing or whatever. So that's that's kind of the genesis of that particular thing. But that isn't the only thing that happened leading up to me posting about the bomb, uh, not the bombing, but me posting about him bombing out. So. It, it, what was some of the other stuff after that? It got, it was just little subliminals. I mean, he, I mean, he could tell you too. I mean, it was just like little subliminals where we're just talking like, uh, maybe posting like rap lyrics that kind of like, kind of like, you know, poking at each other. I think he made some comments on your posts whenever you posted me squatting. Um, just like little things here and there, just little things here and there, but we both knew like it was something that was understood between the two. Right. So like we both knew what we were doing. And he would tell you that too. He knows what he was doing and I know what I was doing. So that's what I'm saying. Like he, that video made it seem like I was just blinded by my arrogance and, and I just picked, I was like picking on Petrie. I'm like, bro, no, I wasn't. Like he was, we were both trash talking each other and I got the best of it whenever he bombed out. That's what happened. But in the video, it was propped up in a way to where it's just like, Oh, bro, you're like you're going to him for no reason, and this is the only thing that happened. And like, bro, you get you gotta let it go. I'm like, bro, we was talking shit to each other, like, you know. So he, um, so you would talk to Brandon. I talked to Brandon, and um, like, surprise, surprise, like you're both nice guys. You're both competitors. You both have like the alpha male got to be number one. I mean, this is very common. You have mm-hmm. uh, so when you have two people like that. And you're both clashing for not necessarily right now the same thing, but you're yeah. real close. Like you could be, this is kind of the way it goes. And he talks, um, cause after, after he had bombed out, I wanted to check in cause I'm not, a, I'm not competing against nobody. So it's different for me, yeah, but I yeah, talk to people like, it's, it's like you had said, it's kind of different. So, um, I I've had him on the podcast and so I'm like, Hey man, you know, keep your head up, whatever the hell. And that's not something that Russ is going to tell a competitor he's going against, but, <laughs> yeah, um, no. it's, it's different. So I was, and he, he's got a lot of the same qualities you do that you've talked about in previous podcasts were, cause I wanted to check in on it and how he's feeling. And he was like, I can compartmentalize that social media first off is in real life and a sport is a sport. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just that. And he's like, I don't mind trash talking when it comes to that kind of stuff. And, yeah. um, and I was like, oh, like, so he said it when I, I, I jumped in real quick afterwards. I can't remember exactly what I said then, but then later on, uh, I checked in again and he said, he had mentioned that he had talked to you and like, you know, wh- everything it's, it's okay. Okay. Like it's not, he's mm-hmm. like, you know, you don't have to be friends or whatever, but it's not, um, like he's fine. He's, he's fine yeah. with it. And there's, you know, and, uh, so it's good at least like. It's different, I guess, when it's competitors and mm-hmm. and um, people won't fully know what it feels like to be a competitor at your guys' level with everybody watching. And yeah. um, and like you said, where it's like it, when you view those Petrie stories, it's not going to be the same as if you're that guy. And when yeah. you're the one taken to the platform, it's not going to feel the same. So you're not going to relate. Yeah. And I think also what makes it different too is that this is something I've noticed in the Palatine community. Um, and it's not a bad thing, but I'm just like, me and Peter are not like that. I would think like Ashton isn't like that. I don't think Bob is like that. I don't think uh, Jesus is like that. Like, I don't think there's like certain lifters that are just not like that. There are certain lifters that are just okay with just staying in their own little bubble and they don't really care about 
being number one or like being the best in their weight class or whatever. Like there's like people that come in third and second that are just cool with that. And they're friends with everybody. And, they, and that's, they just love lifting. It's just done a lot for them. And it's like helped them make friends and all that kind of shit. I didn't, I didn't come into powerlifting in 2017 to like make friends and shit. I had a very clear goal with myself. I had a very clear goal in mind. I'm like, nah, I want to be the best in whatever weight class I compete in. Like point play period. And like, Peach, like if I move into the nineties, Peter got what I want. So it's like, we're going to, at some point, maybe we might butt heads, uh, butt heads competitively. Cause it's like, nah, nah, bro, you got what I want. So like, I'm coming for that. Like, I want that. And I'm sure he feels the same way too. If I was like a number one or if he was like an 82s, he's not going to, he's going to look at me. It's like, nah, I want that. I want that. And like, after like, once competitive juices start flowing, trash talking is probably going to sue here and there. So like, that's the difference. Like some people are just like, damn, like, why are they, why can they be so mean to each other? Like, why are they talking like that? It's like, bro, cause we want the same thing. And it's not like a personal attack. It's just, we want the same thing. So like, that fire is going to kind of kind of blend in together. And we're just going to start talking a little bit here and there, but it's nothing personal. Like, I don't want to beat him up. He's not going to come be, he's not going to be waiting for me outside of my car. Like it's not, it's not like that, man. Well, that he had said too, which probably makes people feel better too, is like, yeah, we can share a room and we're fine and be doing our damn thing. Like it's not that, um, yeah. to your point, I don't want to talk too much for him, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but, uh, he he actually had said that in the stories anyway. So that's why, like he said, mm. like I was cool. It's fine with that in terms of with mm. Russ. Um, what about like camps, do you think? Because then they got the camps involved. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> this is, first off, in terms of Marcellus's video, um, I do think like he's coming from a spot of sincerity and genuinely speaking from like, like I don't think he has ulterior motives in terms of this is my impression anyways uh you can give your mm. impression if you like but i don't think he had ulterior <laughs> motives in terms of like uh you know i hope this jumps off for cloud or something like that like i do feel mm-hmm. as well, this my impression was anyways that he was um speaking from from the heart on this and i think he felt ways about the brandon thing because maybe he felt like like i wasn't sure how brandon was gonna feel so i checked in and he let me know mm. maybe he felt like shit my man is under some fire maybe he thinks everyone's going coming at him i'm not sure well obviously mm. he must have felt these ways but um what was what was your impression when you seen that were you like okay listen i think it's uh like were you did you feel like reaching out to anybody or or I, I don't know. Um, the video was very shocking just because he has, he, there's a lot of, I mean, if you want to, I, I don't, I didn't, I honestly, I still to this day don't know what to make of that video just because, I mean, it was just a very weird video. Like in the video, he says like, we're close friends and he has my number and it's just like, there, I don't know if like you wanted to clear it up or you just wanted to post a video or what because he could have called me like so that's the thing i think uh i don't sh- i honestly don't know man that's what i'm saying like i don't even know what to say because he could have all of this could have been taken care of with conversation literally right like he could have he could have reached out to me personally because we have actual friendship me and petrie we started talking because we don't we weren't like close or anything like that we like we live in the same city um we might see each other here and there at different like gyms or, or gatherings or something like that, but we don't have like a personal relationship when we're talking to each other. Me and Marcel know each other for a very long time. Um, and he has my number and 
he could have reached out to me if he felt a certain type of way about the comments that were made during the weekend. Um, but that never happened. So, I mean, I made the comments that I made. We have a personal relationship. He has my number. And then I just see a video with my name put into it. Like, everyone listening, I want you guys to think about maybe let – me, let, me, let me position it like this. I have a mutual friend with someone that I do not like. I start talking shit about that person that I do not like. And then that mutual friend posts like a whole ass YouTube video about me, <laughs> about, about you. And it's like, oh, like, I don't know why this person's tripping, da, da, da. And I'm like, whoa, bro. You, I mean, you could have hit me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, it, if it was that deep for you, you could have hit me. We could have talked about it. And it, honestly, if he had asked me himself to take down those posts, because he felt like maybe it was just like a little bit too personal for him. I would have taken him down. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, I, I value our friendship enough for me to take these, take these, take this shit down. Um, but that conversation was never had, and that video was posted, and I got like a, I got like a voice message or something like that. Maybe, maybe like thirty minutes or twenty minutes prior to the video going up. But I was working out, so I didn't really see it. I just saw the video, and then um, yeah. So that's how that video went down, and I was just like, you know, I, I just didn't know what to make of it. I was like, damn, I've never really been in a situation where someone. Um, did something like that. So it was just, it was like weird kind of. Yeah. I can't remember last time a video like that kind of came out. It's been a. Yeah. Not especially. Cool. Yeah. Especially the fact, like, I think what makes it weird is just the, the dynamic of like, I know this person, you know? So it was uh, like, I've had Greg Doucette make a video about me and I didn't take it. Per like, I don't really care about videos like that. And I never watch videos like that, to be honest with you. Um, but when Greg did it, there was like that disconnect of like, oh, he doesn't even know me. So like, I don't care. But then like the other one was like, this dude knows me. He has my number. And it just felt very odd because I'm like, damn, like, it hit me up, bro. Like you said in the video, we're close. You felt that we're close friends. Like, why didn't you just hit me direct? So it was like a weird, weird feeling. In terms of the part that was dealing with you, though, at mm -hmm. least it was sporting. It was just. Yeah, that, yeah it was sporting. Yeah. It was literally about sports, well, about or I can't remember all of I only saw the video once. Is there more? You probably you'll remember better. Uh, me. No. Cause then he started getting into like my character and that, and that's when it got kind of weird and funny. Cause then I was just like, all right. <laughs> like it was like more so like, Oh, like you're not the same person. And like, um, your arrogance has blinded you. And like, there's so many things I've seen over the years. And then like, not, like I, I was like, the hell? like where, where does this come from? Like, have you always felt like this about me? Like, why did you, speak up or say some shit to me. Like, if you felt like I was going off of a path that you've put in your head about me, why didn't you call me? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just got kind of weird. At first it was like, oh, like, I'm not sure why Russ has such a problem with da-da-da, and this is why I feel like he shouldn't have a problem. I wasn't even, like, really, like, offended as much. And then it got into, like, oh, you've changed. I don't know this man I've become, because the man I met in 2017, like, all this time, I was like, I was like, what the hell? Like, I was like, all right, bro, now you... Now you're questioning like my character. You're making it seem like I am a very bad person. That's what I, that's when I was like, okay, this is like very weird. So, you know. Yeah. I, okay. So yeah, those things didn't quite, I, I guess if they was, if it was myself, I, it would have impacted me more if something yeah. changed. So yeah, it's enough. like you change, you're not the same. Like you've had your area. Oh, and then he's like, you surround yourself with yes, man. And I was like, what the hell? Like all of the things he was saying could not have been, the change part is true. I'm not the same person I was in 2017, and I'm proud of that. I don't think, like, bro, when you – it's part of growing up. I was, like, 23 or 22 in 2017. 
So that that part, whatever. But the other stuff, like I throw myself a yes man and shit. I was just like, I was like, I definitely don't have yes man in my corner. Like that, that was the furthest thing from the truth. But I mean, you know, go crazy, go off. But yeah, it was it was it was odd. A little weird. Yeah, I guess when you frame it like that, if it's somebody you know, yeah, and it would be impact you a little differently, because up until that part then the part with p like in terms of sports talk if someone's mm-hmm. like i don't like my sports with trash talk i'm okay with like opinions on that um yeah. that's pretty standard par for the course right like some people it might not be their flavor but yeah. uh, do you think like in terms of that part his first off you and petrie okay that's, yeah, that's we're my, right we're got, and we're, yeah we're, we're good and I'm a, we we ended the call by saying Yo, we gonna keep talking shit. <laughs> we gonna keep talking shit. It's not, and we're not even talking like this is this is the funny thing. We're not even talking like extreme shit. It's just little subliminals here and there. Like I might hit a big lift, and I'll be like, y'all don't want to like y'all keep saying you want y'all want to see me, but y'all don't want to see me type. You know, stuff like that. Where I think it's cool. Like I hashtag my squat session after he after the Arnold with bless like. They're just throwing little shots here and there. Like, there's just nothing too crazy, bro. So, we're good. And, we're fine. And do do you think that um, – because remember, we're talking about, like, the Jesse Norris, where if he mm-hmm. he threw out there, he wanted to be like the like – he wanted to go after Jesse Norris's numbers. And that mm-hmm. that ratchets up uh, pressure. Because if you don't hit it – so you're like, man, I don't know if I would have done that. It ratchets up pressure. On the flip side, if he bombs out and you're like, you, do, you do all those stories – you don't yeah. put pressure on yourself now, even if you don't bomb out. Like if you ever bombed out, it would be uh, <laughs> man. Was, man, I wish I, hey man, I wish people had that same sentiment. Like if I were to bomb out, hey man, don't kick a man when he's down. I wish <laughs> I wish people would say that. But I know for I know for sure. I know for sure, Ryan. If I were to bomb out, they would kill me. They would murder me. They would not stop until I like they would not stop, man. That's what kind of annoyed me about that too. I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, you're kicking the man right down. I'm like, man, y'all with all y'all know damn well if I bombed out, y'all would kill me. But 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 uh now for sure they will though. Like after you did that, oh, you're like, sure. oh. oh yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is this is like now you're like, holy fuck. It also like um <laughs> So that's for sure. You got to, you got to, it is what it is though. You bomb out. You got to ghost yourself on me or just like posting ghosts and don't look at, cause you'll have people <laughs> coming at you. But I already um, do that anyway. So that's, that's what good. That's probably good. Yeah. Um, But in terms of like a, a potential in the future, if you and Petrie mm-hmm. ever at, actually end up meeting, there was no question. This is what Rondell was saying too. He's like, tell me it doesn't work in terms of the hype. Holy Bro. smokes, man. Everybody it'll be can't miss. Everybody yeah. and their mother are going to want to watch this. Um, yeah. And it's like you said, it's still going to be sports. Like it's just, it's a sports clash. You yeah, guys, sports clash. that's the yeah. point. Like this. Like, so like when you go back to like Taylor and the 74s, like when you had like three 74s that had the opportunity to like make it interesting between Taylor, it ended up not being that way, but we all tuned into the 74s. Like I, I don't remember the 74s ever being so popular to watch, but it was because of that matchup and the trash talking that was happening between like the four or three different 74s. We look at me and Sean for years. Like that was a that was a thing. Everyone's like, "Oh, who's gonna win, Team Nori or Russ?" Like that was a, that was a huge thing, and it was because of like the little subliminals and like the things that we would say to each other. And it wasn't like with malicious intent. I mean, yeah, it wasn't with malicious intent. And then you look at um, 
Amanda and Danny. Like they had their friction. They have like one of the most viewed powerlifting meets of all time, if not the most viewed powerlifting meet of all time. Like people were so curious as to what happened because it's team her or it's team Danny or it's team Amanda. Same thing with us too. It's just like we're building not like we're doing that on purpose, but like with the trash talk that we're having, that's gonna build to like the showdown when we potentially have, and that's good for the USAPL. That's good for me. That's good for him. That's gonna help bolster uh, bolster us up. That's good for the sport as well. So yeah, I mean, it's part of the it's part of the process, man. In my opinion. And when it uh, the reason why someone wouldn't be involved in terms of that is um, the potential, like holy smokes, if you do this and you lose. But on the flip yeah. side, that's what yeah. made that's it was the thing is that is always going to be the case. Here, here's what it is. It's a conundrum that you got to face as an athlete. Do you mm-hmm. want it? Do you want it that when you win, nobody cares or that when you lose, you could get it rubbed in your face, but you can't yeah. have both. You can't yeah. have, it's very tough to have both. If mm-hmm. you want to ratchet it up, you got to be in situations <clears throat> where when you win, everybody can't wait to watch and they're, oh my God about it. And, um, and if you lose, you're going to have a bunch of people who are rooting for the other person. Who's like, that's right. That's what you get. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. otherwise you can be in a session that nobody gives a shit about winning and losing. <laughs> no one cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. And it's just, it flies by and yeah. the stress, the anxiety, the whole nine of leading oh. into the meet is oh. a reminder you're alive. And it's, I love it. it's crazy. You have to be able to thrive in that environment. Oh man. I was talking to Petrie about it. I've never, not never, sorry. It has been so long since I've been just fucking feral to get to the gym. I'm just fucking just, I want to train. I was, I would come into the gym just pissed for great, like pissed off for greatness. Like I just, I wanted to train hard. Like my sessions were so focused because of the trash talk and like this, the tension between me. I'm getting like motivated talking about it. Because of the tension between me and Petrie, like, it was such a beautiful thing. And I told him, I was like, bro, like, I almost wanted to thank him because it just reinvigorated that energy and that juice to come inside of the gym and train. Powerlifting is boring as fuck. I think everyone listening to this could, like, relate to a certain extent where there's blocks during your training where you're like, I'm just trying to make it through this shit. Like, <laughs> you know? But when you have that rivalry going, rivalry going, and you're like focused on like, no, 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 no. This session is important because I need to prove that motherfucker wrong. Like I need to get after it. So I'm coming into each session. Like I'm talking shit to my own teammate, like to my own people. I'm like, man, y'all need to get the, like y'all need to get y'all energy up. Like this is some bullshit. Like this ain't like this, this is not what we supposed to be doing. Like, come on, like, let's, let's go. Like it's us against them type shit. So it's just like, I'm getting amped up to train right now, man. Oh, but, fuck. No, you like, get me amped up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> It's like, bro, that's the pressure. That's the beauty of it. Like, that shit made me feel alive. Like, I would go into my lifts anxious. I'd be like, oh, shit, my heart's, my heart's racing, man. This is, this is fun. And then I would just go home and just, like, sit in, sit in bed. I'm like, oh, shit, I killed myself today, man. I'm fucking exhausted. But, man, it felt good. So I loved it. And, I lo- like, I'm getting, like, amped up thinking about it. But he loved it, too. Like, he was talking about how he hadn't had that much fun in training in a long-ass time. I only felt that time. I only felt that two different times. I felt that with, with Brett Gibbs when um, I was just, man, I was locked in all summer long. Locked in because I knew I had one goal in mind. 
Um, and we weren't even talking shit, which is like crazy. <laughs> but I just knew the threat he posed. Um, and then the other time, whenever Candido changed his profile picture to, to North, to Sean's going to be rest. Um, and then this one, just dialed and motivated. Like, I mean, as of late, I've been dialed and motivated since Korea. So, yeah, I mean, trash talk and all that type of shit just creates this pressure and this, like, element that you just can't fail. And some people, they don't like that. Some people don't like feeling anxious when they're lifting or, like, just that pressure and anxiety. But for me personally, like, I thrive on it. I just love it. So. It, it's funny, man. Um, so, first off, the irony is the other the other person that the number one person in the world that's going to know what you're going through in terms of dealing with the pressure, anxiety and everything is the other guy that you're going to head to head with, which is, it, which is very ironic, but in it, you can't really super talk about it, but you like, not like leading into the big competition, but you know, Mm -hmm. he also was laying his head down at night on that pillow. Like, fuck, I got to get after that tomorrow. And he's like, you know, he's also like, Man, I've been talking a little bit of shit myself, and this is you know, like, 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 yeah. like my my crew wants me to be all all the people back in me want me to win, all the people yeah. back in it. Like the irony is, you're you're both in that moment, and that's what mm-hmm. when the sporting career, like as time passes and you look back, um, mm-hmm. like five, ten years from now, you'll look at it differently, and you'll have a different relationship with that same guy, and you'll be like, God, that was crazy, huh? Yeah, like like for me, bro. I still look at like I still look at those preps and like I like put them on a pedestal. I'm like, if I could just, I always think if I could just lock in the way I was locked in in 2019, if I could just lock in the way I was locked in in 2021, like I still try to capture that feeling, that moment, and I haven't been able to up until recently with this. I'm like, oh man, I I got that feeling again. Like I'm to a point now where I get home and like. I want to eat like maybe like Chick-fil-A or some bullshit McDonald's. And it's like, nah, that's not going to serve you. You can't. That's how locked in it is. It's like, no, no, no. I got to get on a meal prep company. I got to eat my food. I got to cook my food. I got to count my food. It's like, I'm at that point now where it's like, everything matters. I have to go to, I've been sleeping in my bed. I never sleep in my bed. I sleep on the couch. Oh shit. You know, <laughs> I, it's, it's like this weird thing that I'd be doing. Like I'd be falling asleep watching TV and shit. I literally turn the TV off. I'm like, okay, you need to go to bed. So your body doesn't ache and feel funny when you wake up tomorrow morning because you need to make sure your body's in the best possible condition to lift weights tomorrow. So I'm going to sleep in my bed now, all because of the trash talking I've been doing with Petri. So like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just creates this different level of focus. It's, um. well, first off, the, I want to know why <laughs> the tiredness when you're on the couch doesn't transfer over to the bed some nights. It, it does fucking not, doesn't. man. It fucking it does doesn't, not. man. Yeah, and it, it, it frustrates me. So I think that's unanimous. Um, but yeah, and it, it is, uh, it brings out the most in people and well, it can bring out the most in people. It, it can, can also it can. do the opposite. Yeah. And if you're the guy who can operate under, like I'm telling you, man, when you guys were in the mix of all this in this video drops, I got weird feelings on this. I was like, Fuck, yeah. I don't know, man, this is, you know, I felt tension. I wasn't even in there. And some people yeah, yeah. used to the tension. People react differently. People, you could see them reacting differently when things get hot. And yep. um, your one of your biggest abilities is probably not, even though, like afterwards, the week afterwards, has it been even a fucking week or has it only been a few days? Anyways, it feels oh, like yeah. forever. It feels but, like forever, man. This has been like a long last week. But the the focus shifted from you to like the other half of the, of the video 
um, with like Joey, Marcellus, whatever. And a lot of that is because when you, you just didn't react necessarily out like the, within the next 24 hours out of like any kind of major emotional attachment to it. Um, no. Like, did you, I don't, I didn't see you anyways. Did you react? No, I didn't. I didn't react emotionally. I, I posted a YouTube video where I just basically sung Jerry, uh, Joey's praises. That's about it. I knew that like, like you can never win when someone does something like that to you. Um, all you could do for the people listening, if someone, I mean, you know, if you guys ever have like a video or something like that made out to you or someone is like ugly to you like that, um, just stay silent. Like, I think what the person did, like, I think it says a lot of, it says a lot more about that individual that made the video than it does about the person that he made the video about. If you just like relax, because it's not like he outed a evil person. Like if, if you know Joey, he's not a bad, evil person. Like, so when you're watching that video, you're like, I don't like, if you know Joey, you're just like, damn, like that, that wasn't it, bro. Like that, that just was not it. So you just, you walk away from the video thinking like, yeah, that, that, that wasn't good. But then like, whenever, um, whenever you react emotionally, it just kind of feeds into that fire. Just like, you're almost kind of like proving the person, right? If that makes sense. Like you just reacting emotionally. You're not having like clear, concise points or whatever. Because whenever you react like that, you're not going to be thinking straight. Like you're just not, you're just going to be saying a bunch of shit. Um, because I had moments too, where I'm just like, Oh, like, you know, you start reacting. But if I started posting that, that lives on the internet forever. Like, you know, so you just have to be very careful and just like, relax for a couple of days and just kind of like absorb everything and then really think about what was said. And then um, if you want to offer a response, make it very short and concise and then keep it pushing. But me personally, I just always think that the, unre- the like not making a response is the best response, even though we're doing a whole fucking podcast about it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a couple of days, but I had, had we done this prior, I probably would have had a lot more colorful things to say, but I mean, I'm, I'm showing now. So. Yeah. It's um, I mean, eventually it's going to come up. So, but it, there is yeah. a, there's like that 24 hour gap in between mm. that's, or, or sometimes 48 hour, that can be the biggest in terms of uh, a mono, an emotional response. But then also um, things settle down a little bit when you actually talk to Brandon, your whole part of it was about Brandon. And um, mm. in, so when you actually already talked to him um, and, and got, got a vibe on it and he was, you guys were okay. Um mm-hmm then it makes it a whole lot easier. Now you come on the podcast. I'm like, okay, I checked in yeah. because, you know, if you see a video like that, you might be like, oh shit, am I not? Or maybe we're not on the same page with this. Uh, but when you check in with Brendan, you'd be like, okay, I think we're all right. If I speak on this, I'm not speaking out of school or Brendan will be like, holy shit, dude. Um, Cause yeah. yeah, which is, which is a little bit yeah. different. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, I mean, I was, I checked in, I was like, damn, like, <laughs> Did he check in on you or you check in on him? I checked. So he was checking in with, he, he ended up checking in with someone that's on my team. And then I was like, man, like, what's, let me check in myself and see what's up because this is like, where, where are we going with this? This is getting like kind of weird. So then when we checked in, we, we confirmed things and I was like, okay, like, this video was like an isolated event that like, it, he, he, I want to speak for him, but yeah, I, I, I just feel as though like, no one was really expecting this video. So like, like no one, it was just kind of like something that was done like in an isolated kind of thing. So I was just kind of like, 
okay. Once I got clarif- clarification with that, I was like, okay, cool. Like, we're, we're good. You know what I'm saying? It's like, when I watched that video, it made it feel as though Brandon felt as though he was getting bullied. That's how I kind of got. I fucking felt bad yeah. myself for a second there. <laughs> I, I I did though, but I because I'm not. A, I don't yeah. do. I just don't want anyone to feel that shitty about themselves. Like holy yeah. fuck, am I cyber bullying anybody? Like because I I'd always thought it was sports, and I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. And Brendan's yeah. like a nice guy. No, like, so like we're yeah. So, so we're like, watching. Up, they're watching. I was like, I was like, man, what the fuck? Like, did I fucking bully this guy? Like, damn. So then I'm like, okay, man, let's shit. Let me check in to see if like we're good. Cause I don't want to like, if it's bothering, if it's bothering him that much or whatever, I don't want to fucking keep going. Like, um, it's it's not it's not fun if it's one sided. I'm not gonna be fucking bullying someone that doesn't want to like. Yeah, if you I'm not gonna be trash. Right. Yeah, I'm not gonna be trash talking someone that doesn't want to fucking trash talk. Like, I'm not doing that. That's like bullying. So I'm like, let me check in and make sure like <laughs> we're good. And he's like, yeah, man, we're straight. Like, I didn't have a problem with anything that you did, really. Like, I was just kind of confused on why it started. But, you know, after that, like, we both always were feeding into it. I was like, all right, cool. I was making sure because the video made it seem like, you know, it was very one-sided. And I was just kind of going at you and poking at you. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, no one no one really expected a video like that to come out because what we were talking about was sports. And then it turned into, like, I'm going to destroy this man's business type shit. And I was like, whoa. We are just kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck is going on? So. Yeah, see with that, I like and that part, um, like I don't know about I all of that stuff is a whole nother different level of than I'm used to. Um, and uh, you know, talking about clients, DMs the whole night. That's a whole different level of of a discussion that like I don't even know about that kind of stuff. Like what's going on in terms of DMs or um yeah, talking about different I'll, clients, etc. Yeah. Can't, it, it's it's the the thing is like it'll come into uh you can pull examples from anything Bro. right and yes, so that's why i'm i'm um th- it's not quite like like i have like a like a normal day job as well on top of this mm-hmm. and there's like performance there's key performance indicators that you have like turnaround time on emails and different things like sales figures and whatever that are straight up by the numbers and then you get you can like there's there's nothing um like just a, a random sample about it and um mm-hmm. And the numbers don't lie, but this kind of stuff will get into, you know, fuck man. I'm like, I don't even want to get into, I, I you could talk about whatever you want, but I don't even know how to approach yeah. some of this where, where it would be like, um, cause I, you know, it, it, that, that looks deep rooted. <laughs> yeah. It looks deep. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like it, 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 that, it, that's, that's a whole it, can of worms. I don't even know how to approach. Shit, that, that's first, what I'm saying though. Like, yeah. Cause it's sorry, sorry, sorry. So like, I was, I was going to say the first half. Uh, between you and Brandon, sports yeah. talk, easy. I'm cool with it. Easy. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I just, because yeah, I if the cool worst, was... if if the worst of the conversation was um, the trash talking, the level of trash talking that's acceptable, that's like mm-hmm. really easy. We we yeah. you know easy peasy <laughs> to talk about. Uh-huh. But when you talk about like uh, you know claims of. Dude, I don't even like. I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, oh, man, like, that's what I'm saying. Bro. I'm so all like, uncomfortable. Like, holy shit, that's going yeah. in. And this is a. It's tough. That what that was that was a little surprising, and um, yeah. yeah. And I was honestly like myself. I felt comfortable bringing you on to talk about um, the the part with you because it was still sports talk at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he was saying that you, you know, Russ handles himself arrogantly, but still in sports wise, I felt anyways it was easier. Mm-hmm. Like like Taylor or if they talk like that. Um, mm-hmm. 
but I wasn't going to be comfortable bringing Joey on just yet. Cause I know he's heated and I yeah. wasn't trying to get into, I'm not sure how this is going to go. And then yeah, yeah, like, yeah. uh, it turns like, does someone feel like I'm going to fire back and start saying, well, what about this? What about that? About you? And then I'm like, ah, shit, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not <laughs> trying to, I'm not trying to do uh, this. With the King of the Lips. Yeah, I man, appeared. So... <laughs> I, yeah, I, I got to feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. But, it was just a situation where it just, man, I was just like, bro, that's a dangerous game to play, man. Like, I just feel like we're in, let's, okay, let's speak candidly. We're all in the power of the community. We all see screenshots. We could all we I I quit to this. We're all like we're like the seventh grade uh, continents or nations or whatever. We all have nukes that could potentially like we could we have nukes that could if we put it in a certain type of format and a bias, we could attack each other's businesses easily, right? Like we've seen screenshots. I've seen screenshots of, of like a million different coaches about like how we hell we have lifters here with different coaches that. I fucking know around here. And it's like, oh, so-and-so hasn't responded to me. So-and-so hasn't responded to me. Look at this. Hasn't responded to me in months. Oh, I got injured. They haven't responded to me. I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to fucking take that screenshot. Oh, let me save that. Oh, let me save it here. You know what I'm saying? So when I saw <laughs> when I saw all of that, I was just like, man, we could all do that to each other if we really wanted to. So, like, let's not, let's not ha- like hop on this high horse where it's like this is very unique to just flex, you know, and this is what's wrong with the palace community. I'm proud of the community, and we need this individual to lead. So I'm like, bro, we could pull screenshots, and we could pull testimonials and all this type of shit of, like, fucking anybody. So that's why I was just like, I didn't I didn't, I didn't, didn't like that, and it just came, I felt like a very personal attack because I'm like, damn, bro, like, you – like, I said, I'm not trying to get too much into it, but it's like, speaking generally, you could isolate that with anybody and pull that from anybody, but it just seemed as though it was a personal attack as, like, this is unique to this individual, which is not true at all. And to, to then say that this individual would be like, like the politics committee would be better off without this person in it and their contributions to the game. I was just like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just not true. Yeah. No, that's like a was, tough thing to say, bro. Come on. That's a pretty tough thing to say. I think I would, yeah. that would hurt my feelings. If that was, yeah. That was yeah. Tough. Like, goddamn, like, damn, like I can understand not liking a person and not liking how a certain person does things, but then to go on and say, like, you are like, I mean, I don't want to misquote the video, but just basically coming to the conclusion that this we need to push this person out of the politics community and that this person is trash and like they need to leave forever. It's just like, man, that's not true. And like, don't say that. Like, that's just hopefully crazy. like um hopefully the tensions can lower. Um yeah. like that second half is way harder to work around than you and petrie obviously like that <laughs> makes everything look very yeah. much smaller uh but hopefully like frick it's too small of a community people run into each other too often there's too many like cross friends and stuff you know what i mean For where sure. like you're, you're friends with this person and that person and now if it gets too too deep it's difficult to walk back at least enough mm-hmm. to like operate in the same spaces and stuff right it's um mm-hmm. It's tough, man. It's tough. I that's why, like, I also don't want to like ratchet up the tension on that part. Um, yeah. like discussing the athlete side is easier, but ratcheting up tension in terms of um that part, uh, I, I'm like, I don't, I don't even want to ratchet up that tension. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, and it's funny. Like, I could, I could definitely ratchet it up, but I'm choosing not to because I don't see the point of that. Like, I don't. It to me, it's very ugly to to do those type of back and forth, like for the whole world to see. Like, especially when it's something that can be handled like privately. Like, I don't, 
like warring with another camp is not good for business. Like not like that. Not like not like that. Like you're no. trying. To, yeah, when you're trying to when you're trying to destroy someone's livelihood, that's not good. Like that's this is not good. So. Well, my guy um, like can said, beat your guy. My guy can beat your guy is, 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 uh, that's 100%. cool. Yeah. That's 100%. Yeah. 100. But saying, yeah, all the other stuff, it's like, all right, man, you're, you're playing with like how this man eats. You're playing with like how this man pays his bills. Like that's not, that's not a game to play with. So it's, yeah. the, I mean, I don't know exactly. Like maybe he felt, um, you know, certain ways about certain issues or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't even want to su- super dive into in, in a suit. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm not trying to do it either, man. So, <laughs> so, I'm not trying to do it either. So, so but anyways, um, so in terms of all that, do you think in the future, in terms of like your movements, are you going to be, you're not going up to 90 until at least another year anyways, though? Yeah. So the goal has always been, I've, I mean, I'm not sure where this, maybe the trash talk has kind of made it kind of a little bit confusing, but I'm staying like last year I was injured at my meet so i wasn't able to put together the performance i would have loved to put together i still won but that's not how that wasn't a representation of what i have in the tank right because now you have like other lifters like hitting these totals and it's like oh he's close to russ he's close to us i'm like see this is why i wanted to like go off on a high note because like that is i don't i don't think it's true i don't want to be arrogant i don't want to be confident um so I would love to compete this year at 82 and really put together the meet that I wanted to that I wanted to put together last year um, at nationals. That's why I'm staying another year. Like I've always wanted after I finish up nationals, like I need another year, so I wanted to put together a meet that I love. Then going into 2024, right? Yeah, next year. Next year I'm gonna compete 90. And looking at these 82s and 83s, um, you got your boy Delaney, who's about to go off at Sheffield. I mm-hmm. talked to Delaney in the DMs and I've seen some of the numbers he's been posting up. Have you seen yeah, some I've of these numbers? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen he's, 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 <laughs> what are we expecting here? Because I, I showed the one, our DMs and I was like, dude, if you break the world record, I'm going to die. And he goes, yeah, he, you better get life insurance. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, like really? And then he, he showed me some of his videos. Now I don't, I'm not going to say exactly, but his training is going phenomenal. He's doing very well. I know that much. And I'm not going to say like any numbers, but he's doing very well. Very, very well. So I'm very excited. Like I'm, I'm tapped in for that one, but I felt, I felt that from Delaney um, at nationals when I think he beat Angelo and got second when he got second to me. Um, I felt that back then. I was like, I looked at him. I was like, Shit. like I eight eight twenty two and a half. I think at the time That's I was right. like, Shit. That's right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I didn't know you were that strong. And he, he's light. He's a light 82, 83. So I'm, I'm just, I think it's very, like, he, he's, 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 he's up there, bro. And I think that this Sheffield meet's going to kind of wake people up a little bit. Um, Another one of your teammates at Sheffield, Jesus Oliveras. Do you um, think Jesus is going to take the all time record, which is, I think it's 11. 27.5 one second here yeah it's 11 27.5 kilos mm. is is jesus while being tested gonna take the untested record in sleeve Shit, man. yeah i mean I'm a, yeah, his training is going crazy like i think it's quite like what 1025 pulled like now there recently with, i mean he, he i mean he's training 11 crazy he's done 11 yeah. 10 and it's been a year since he's done eleven ten, and it's it's not a huge gap to, to cover. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and make a prediction, but I, I wouldn't be surprised, bro. I mean, he's 
and he has like a very he has an athlete mindset towards this shit so i wouldn't be surprised um it all just comes down to like being able to have that super meet in that moment um because i mean he is flying across to the to the uk so who knows what that does to him mm. but i mean if i mean he, he shit man if he takes care of business it's very possible for sure yeah. Um, yeah. And if he does this, how much more do you think he's got to do to catch up to a guy? I got Ray Williams on the weekend um, uh-huh. coming in on the podcast. It's been some years. Ray Williams doesn't do a lot of podcasts. So Ray doing a yeah, podcast yeah. is a big deal. He's coming back. It's yeah, it is. It is. Three I'm years. Listen, I'm listening to that shit. Sure. Yeah. He's, he'll be here with like Matt Gary, uh, David yeah. Garcia, and, and we'll talk. Um, how, how much more do you think he needs to do to catch up to Ray Williams if he takes the tested world record? better than Ray's ever done and Ray's the goat, the w- open world record, like the all time world record, the untested world record. So nobody mm. tested or untested has done more than him. He's got uh, obviously the world championships. Ray has five. Mm. How much more do you think Jesus has to do to bypass Ray and become the goat one twenty plus? I mean, you gotta be where Ray's on. Simple as that. Is it gotta be five? You think? Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Because, I mean, Ray did it for five plus years. And, like, you, I mean, he was the god of powerlifting. So I think that's the same approach you got to have. Like, you have to be able to string together. My, I mean, my, my biggest thing is consistency. How many times can you do it? How many times can you do it? And, and how, and uh, for how long? So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's going to, it's going to set them off, though, to start with that world record total or all time total. Yeah. And um, you just got to keep, Keep going after that. The hardest thing when it comes to the big man is that consistency. When you yeah. to be a big guy and carry that for that long and having like mm-hmm. a thousand pounds on your back year after year is where you start breaking down. And that's where like yeah. Jesus has the numbers in terms of mm-hmm. the weight hit, but the consistency is going to be the toughest. Yeah. Because uh, rate five world titles to be the number one guy for five years straight. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. I don't got to tell you, man, man. People, yeah, people don't understand, man. Like, I, that's why I'd be saying, like, I know, I know, like, there's, like, the hot lifters right now. Um, but I've been doing this for some time. There's always been, like, hot lifters. Like, there's been people that have come and gone, like, um, people that you thought that would, like, if they just stayed in, they would be able to make a name for themselves or whatever. But that consistency part is the hard part, man. It really is. Like, people have life happen. Like, they're like, oh, like, well, I was interested in Palestine for about, like, two, three years, and you know, I ended up doing some other shit or like, I don't know, maybe you get injured, but the greatness and, and goat conversation, you enter uh, goat conversations when you string together like greatness. So that's, that's the hardest part. It's good to have one year. And that's what I've been saying too. Like that me, me and, um, me and John and Taylor talked about this. Um, we talked about like having the ability to do it time after time after time again, you have to like earn your key. And that's why we, that's why, not that we have a problem, but that's why we just kind of like be looking at some of the new guys and it's just like, bro, like you're not even, you haven't even built a resume to start talking shit. You haven't won anything to start talking shit. So why, like, why, why do we hear more from you than we see on the platform? So I think that's what it's going to take Jesus to kind of top, uh, to get over, uh, Ray, if that's what happened, you just got to put it together over a period of time. It's, um, I mean, just to, if you, it's, it's yourself in terms of like injuries life not catching up to you but fucking mm. people emerge like jessica bittner yeah. <laughs> like yeah. J- jessica bittner for instance was like the queen of the 76s in 2021 is like she's gonna reign forever 2022 mm-hmm. 
she's literally winning like by the skin of her teeth against a 20 year old <laughs> and and then yeah. 2023 a girl from new zealand emerges and she's like hey i'm a 76 kilo lifter and i'm doing 600 kilos as a total and it's like what the <laughs> fuck is happening yeah. where these people come out of nowhere where it's like yep. stay on top you went through brett gibbs and now you have new kids coming around who weren't even in powerlifting when brett gibbs was around and you're yeah, like yeah. you're the second or third generation of lifter i have had i've had to face and they yeah. don't realize that they don't know that they just know them and you're like yeah. you're the third generation of contenders that i've had yeah. to face since i've been on top yeah this is diff more difficult than you think and, yeah, um, I've seen so many new faces. <laughs> like I've seen so many people rotate out of the top five and top ten. Like every time I go to a new prime time, I'm like, I've never seen this dude before in my life. Like, <laughs> yeah, not, like, not any disrespect, but I'm like, God damn, I've never seen this dude. I've never seen this dude. That's why I said like earlier. I said like in the other podcast, like when I'm in the warm up room, I see some people that look like they're just happy to be there. Like competitors, I'm like, oh, this guy probably just finally cracked prime time, so he's just kind of happy to be here. Um, and it's it's hard man it's hard um fuck there's like a little baby quote but it's like uh make the shit look easy but it's hard or some shit like i don't know but um it, it's not an easy thing to come in year after year and stay healthy uh fight through injuries and still compete and still stay on top like it's it's hard as fuck man hard like last year i could it could last year could have easily been the end of it i squatted two times going into my to my nationals to my nationals so it's just like that could have easily been the day where like it got cut to only four in a row, you know? So it's hard, bro. And it only like, um, every year you win, it only ratchets it up that you keep, you're stringing together like a legacy where some people can't wait. New people are emerging and they can't wait to take it from you. And other people are like, Oh yeah. my God, how much more can you go? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough, uh, man. Is that why the movement to 90 kilos is kind of enticing to leave that? Like if you leave the 82.5s, 83s, never having lost, um, like you didn't, you just relinquish the title and it's kind of like starting anew. Do you think moving into the nineties or like, how do you view yourself moving into the nineties? So you're not the point. champ, but you're the contender now. Yeah. Does it make it all over uh, again? Like, that's it. <laughs> like is Petrie the new, is Petrie the new Brett Gibbs that you have to try to take? Or is it different because when you faced Brett Gibbs previously, you hadn't been the champion. Like you're not totally starting a new, mm. but but you are the new contender. It's kind of it's, it's an, different, isn't it? It's man, you're in a new yeah, space. You're in a new space. It's a good ass question. I feel like that's something I would have to like think about whenever I'm there because I'm gonna take a lot of the stuff that like the platform isn't new to me. So uh or like or like winning now at this point, like when I move to the 90, isn't gonna be foreign to me. So it's gonna take a lot of visualization. Um but just going back to, like, the whole 90 uh, conversation, like, what enticed me to move up. Um, honestly, my prep for Korea, like, I was PRing just everywhere. And I, like, I had accepted at my level and at my age in terms of just, like, how long I've been lifting that PRs are just extremely hard to come by because, like, you know, I'm damn near maxing out my potential. Um, but – to find out i mean obviously i was just maxing out my potential at a particular weight so once i added like another like three to five pounds man i mean lifts were just fucking going crazy and i was like oh shit like if i just if i just have another three to five pounds on me you tell me i could probably squat 800 you tell me i could probably pull 800 you're telling me i could there's a video 
I think I can bench 500 pounds. There's oh a video. God. Bro, bro, I'm telling you, trust me. I'm not capping. There's a video. Joey doesn't even know this. Sorry, Joey. There's a video of me barely missing 474 on bench. Oh, wow. And it was like it was like two weeks ago. So I'm like, God damn. <laughs> like, where, like, where is this power and strength coming from? But it's literally just an extra three to five pounds. So I'm like, bro, if I just keep training at this weight, like, where am I going to be at? Like, I only trained at 90 – I trained, like, you know, damn it, 200 pounds for, like, a couple of – for, like, a month and a half. So what if I string together, like, eight months of training like this? Like, what's going to happen? So, yeah, man. I mean, but going back to, like, jumping into the 90s and having that expectation for myself, um, yeah, I think that's what makes training so fun right now. Like, I'm just, like, hungry. Because I'm, I'm not the 90 kg champion. Like, I'm yeah. not. So that's what makes it exciting. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, that guy has what I want. And like it's it's me versus him. I want that. So that's that's I think that's where the motivation comes from, and that level of insecurity being on the platform, almost like you're like the newcomer. You're like the you're like the underdog. I love that. So you, you're yeah, you're a contender think, again. Yeah. You're yeah, the contender. contender. He's defending. You're you haven't done that since 2019, man. Yeah, I haven't had a first time in a long time. So like, yeah, that that's be, that that's well put. That is yeah. very well. I haven't had a first time in a long time. Yeah. Like I, I'll never forget like my first my first nationals win and my first uh world title win. Like best feeling in the world. Best fucking feeling in the world. And then everything after that is almost like, oh, well, I'm expecting to do this. Right. So with the 90s, I'm just coming in free. I'm like, I just got here. So shit. Like, if I win, oh, man, that feeling is going to be crazy because it's like, damn, like, I was in the 82 and a half, I was in the 83, and now, like, I'm in the 90s still winning. So it's just, it's going to be a different feeling for sure. And you're also, um, yeah, like, it's the pressure you feel about the 82 and a half and just continuing on and on uh -huh. is completely alleviated. Now that's someone else's, mm -hmm. and now you're challenging someone else who's trying to defend. It's so yeah. it, that'll be an entirely new feeling for you that you haven't had in years. Where yeah. you're no longer defending number one. Yeah. What 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 the fun thing about that is gonna be is that with this year, if I win, um, and how I go about that, I wanted to really widen the gap if possible, um, with the number that I put up. So it's like I could simultaneously in my head hold both belts because I still have the total record in the 82 while also potentially winning a 90. So if you look at it, it's like, I have the best total for 82 and I have like the best total for 90. That's like, that's what I'm kind of striving for. I mean, like everything has to, everything you has did to that play, in Korea right? though, right? You had both the best, like you were kind of like Leah. Yeah, uh, kind of. Yeah. Kind of, but like not in a, not in a sense. So what I mean is like, okay, so this is what I mean actually. I want to put the total so high up this year, granted I win, and granted everything works out, that even next year, it doesn't get broken. So where oh, it's just okay. like, yeah. So then I go oh. into next year as a 90, and I win, and it's like, I look back, I'm like, damn, y'all still haven't caught up to what I did last year. Sorry, thing. now I know what you meant, yeah. your goal. That yeah, yeah. is, so you're a year ahead of everybody, and people are, yeah. people are now chasing your record for like, years to come or at least a year to come and it's it's like yeah. that gotcha yeah gotcha. but but that's that like bro meet day is completely different i don't know if like 
everything is different. So like, who knows, maybe the meet day just doesn't work out the way that I was supposed to. And the total isn't anything too crazy. Uh, then like, obviously maybe like someone breaks it that following year as I compete as a 90, but that's the goal. Like that's, that's what I would love to do. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of like, I feel like that's like a safer thing to say than versus like, I'm going to put up like a specific number in and like, yeah, know, I mean, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's the goal for sure. In going up to 90 as well, um, no matter what happens, you'll be in a position where, you know, like, I'm going to see, I'm going to realize my full potential right now. Like body wise, like you yeah. are going to put up some crazy numbers regardless. Here's the one yeah. thing that often as long as like nobody bombs out, you know, if whether it's you or Brendan or you or Brett or you or whatever, mm. no one's going to be like, well, you're, you weren't a good power lifter. It's like, no, I, you're past, <laughs> be, you're past being exposed. Like you're yeah, past yeah, yeah. that now. It's too late. Well, um, bro, if I failed, these, they would be like, it's they'll, finally, it's about time. They'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll come at you. They'll come at you. But when you'll, you will know, and I don't want to take the foot off the gas. You, cause you need, I know like guys like you want the pressure. Like, don't take this yeah. from me. I know I want the pressure, but you know, at a certain point already, um, in 10 years when you look back, you're going to make, I fucking was, you know, I was the man for a huge stretch. Like I have like, so oh, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, like no one will be like, you weren't a rising potential that never panned out. Like no okay. matter, yeah. no matter what happens, you're still Russell or he who broke world records and whatever. So it, mm. it, and it like it, so that's why it's a little bit different than say when you're coming up and you haven't proven anything yet. And there's that fucking, mm people are talking like you're going to get exposed. Like this is your judgment yeah. day and the cards are going to be dealt and we're going to see mm. what you're really worth. Nobody mm. can say that to you. Like nobody could take away you, what you've already done. So you have a crazy fallback in terms of a resume regardless. So it's, yeah. I mean, you'd be surprised, bro. I, I don't even think so. I think uh, if I were to like, if I were to wet the bed in 90, then be like, yeah, see, he's only, he's not even like that. He's not that like that for real. Like when he goes against real competitors, I don't know. You know, that's crazy. You know, like, internet, you know, how, yeah. that's how the internet works, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, telling you, but it's all well, good. But I think we've talked about this previously in DMs, in DMs too, though, but, um, or maybe we said this at the beginning of the podcast, people who have a bias are waiting for the moment to confirm their bias. So they're oh, waiting, sure. yeah. but they always didn't like you and you're yeah. not oh, going to yeah. convert them. You can oh, win sure. for the next five years. You're not going to convert them. But the final moment you lose, they'll be like, told you. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like yeah, so so when you know that when you identify that with a person um mm -hmm. you don't try to convince them don't worry about convincing but, them anyways yeah. it allows it's you like, to be free that's right that uh, that yeah. frees you up to be like okay identify who's who and be like all right this fucking person was waiting to talk shit the whole time when exactly. i was winning they were talking shit and they didn't like me anyways um nice. but yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see how it pans out is there uh and who else in sheffield who do you think is going to be your breakout sheffield's just around the corner so it's all in my mind i'm mm. about to fly out to it who do you yeah. think it's going to be the breakout performance for you i think the way the way that it's lining up i think it's going to be delaney and i think it's going to be Jesus, to be i think delaney i uh, yeah just like given what what they put together and that i've been paying attention to I sound so biased, but yeah, Delaney, Mikey, and Jesus. I'm I'm very intrigued by uh by Delaney from what I saw, but he plays his card so close to his chest, huh? 
He's the yeah, opposite. He yeah, yeah, he does. Well, you know what? You know what? It's going to be Delaney for this particular reason because he doesn't post his his best lifts. So the outside world's going to be like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be like, where the hell did this come from? So I think I think it's going to be Delaney that's going to have like a breakout performance in the eyes of the couple for sure. He, um, like, do you know why he plays his cards close to his chest? When he shows me these videos, it kills me because he's like, I'm not going to post these. So just for your eyes only. And I'm like, damn. We never really, we never really spoke about it. I mean, that's, I don't know. That's his business. I don't, I don't know if like for him, it, I don't know if like, I don't know if it does something for him. Like, uh, like, oh, these motherfuckers don't know. You know, maybe he, maybe he approaches like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, hey man. All you other 82s and 83s, like, hey, bro, he's he's there. <laughs> he's definitely there he's, from what I've seen. Fucking, he's fucking there. So I really yeah. hope it, it pans out for him because um like some of the some of the other days, like like at worlds, his total went down. You know, I mean he's hit 20 kilos more, but that's it's a little different on the day. You just fucking try to win. It's, it's worlds, man. It's tough. It's a whole nother level. Just it's win. A, just I'm not trying win. to Every, anytime I went to Wales, I was not trying to PR total. I was just like, hey, man, just fucking, hey, just try to win. Go out there and win. The travel's ridiculous. Yeah. And, like, the change of food, the, the refereeing calls can be super tight. And um, it feels a little different. It, yeah. I almost felt like I was in Worlds when I went to Korea. I was like, bro, really? Flew, like, man, that travel time was crazy. Yo, yo, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that travel time was crazy. And I just felt like, man, it, was, it, it wasn't easy. I know that much. I felt roasted, like. Oh, roasted when I was on the platform, and like after too. But like, I don't use those excuses. But it, I'm just saying, it felt like a world's trek, like a world's uh, travel. Do you think it means a lot that the fact that you got that under your belt, so nobody can say that you never left the U.S. and you hit all your totals domestically? Like you've been tested. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Because I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like to travel internationally and go do that shit. So, like, I mean, you see lifters blame the travel all the time. Like, oh, I had to drive from Houston to Dallas. It's like, bro, like I've, <laughs> bro, it makes a huge difference for sure. And it's just like, that's another point of contention too. It's like, damn, like I hit eight, eight, wait, what did I hit? 882 and a half, like, or 885 85, um, yeah. in Korea. Like, what the fuck? So imagine if I just stayed home or stayed like, you know, in the States or something. Like, imagine what we could have did, knowing what you were eating and like the macros on that shit and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, man. Um, that, that, that travel, you know, Joe. Yeah, you see people that um, talk about travel within the U.S. because it's, yeah, it's like, like it's like you you don't know yet. You yeah, gotta find oh out. It's, it's like the jet lag, the jet lag from Texas to California really kicked in. I'm like, damn, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> so yeah, don't post that. You tell the person, yeah. please don't post that, because other people are gonna yeah. see that that travel the world all the time. Like, Holy even shit. with like, even with the team that I have here, like we'll go on 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 team trips, to, like get content and, and work, and like we'll fly in same day. I'm going to the gym, and like they're behind me. They're like, bro, oh, I'm so tired. Like my training session was shit because we we flew today. Da da da. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> life. Like, yeah. You, that's life, man. Fuck. Like, imagine having to do a full fucking piloting meet. Like, like this type had, of shit. You had to battle Brett Gibbs in Sweden. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Two, like I, I flew in like two days prior. You know, yeah, that's the, just oh, the car. Damn. Yeah, two to, two to three, maybe two to three days. Maybe it was three days. I'll probably give myself three days. But still, like, I was competing and motherfuckers were asleep over. Like, they were like, when I was in Korea, they were we were a day ahead or behind or some shit. 
That's how That's, crazy it was. The craziest is when you get in the plane, you land. The flight is like six hours, but somehow the time didn't move because of the time zone difference. Or, yeah. or you're like, what the hell happened there? It's still noon. I left at yeah. noon, six hours pass, and it's noon again. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck I left I left Korea like what was it, like this or I left like the uh, Asia like what probably like December thirty first or something like that and got back December thirty first with like a nineteen hour travel time. It's like that's what the <laughs> thing is. It's like it's like I, was, I made a joke, I'm like, I'm going back in time because like that's Dude, how long the travel was. That you celebrated New Year's Eve for three days straight and it wasn't a bender. <laughs> it was on the flight man it was on the flight but yeah no i feel you um is there do you think is there anything else you think we missed out on this uh because i was oh i actually i want to get your opinion on something um it, it's a recent rule change with the usapl in terms of juniors are allowed to chip records now in the open competition. So they will be able to move up for anyone listening. You have to move up two and a half kilos and that's smallest increment you can move up unless it's a record. Mm-hmm. So it's an advantage to be able to get a record because I move up just a half a kilo. You can't match me. You have to go up two and a half kilos. So when it comes down to the top end lift, squat, bench, deadlift, the final deadlift, you have to go up two and a half kilos. I just have to go up that half a kilo potential. Now that is all even forever, whoever can hit the records. But USAPL made a rule change where, so historically speaking in powerlifting, a junior can't hit a junior record if they're challenging in the open. Because mm. nobody else can do a junior record. Mm. USAPL changed that so juniors and masters, if the ones around, can chip and take a junior record while competing in the open so you couldn't have done that. So if the mm. deadlift record is 350 kilos, but the junior deadlift record is 330. They could take a chip when they're way below. So for you to take a chip in the final deadlifts, you got to do 350, 380. For the junior, they just do 330. I'll take that chip. Thank you very much. And maybe that chip plays a a, a deciding factor come the last deadlifts. Mm. Now this is called, so I'm not a big fan of this because I think it, it, for the USAPL putting it in, they're thinking, well, I mean, if you're an old guy in there, you deserve a little advantage. If you're a young guy in there, you could deserve a little advantage. But the um, historical, that's the way you could look at it one way. Another way you could look at it would be if you're in the open, you're battling the open and everyone's yeah, doing that's that's one thing. I think um yeah, if you're if you're in the open, it should be all rules applied because that's like you're in the open. Like it's it should be an even playing field for that. So uh hopefully that isn't rear its ugly head anytime it could though it's gonna yeah that's what i'm saying like it's it's because like a lot of the top open lifters are juniors um, it happens brother yeah it happens so hopefully it doesn't rear its ugly head but i don't know man like yeah but my main concern is that a lot of the younger lifters like 23 almost like they're borderline uh about to become like full open they're the best lifters like they're damn near the best lifters if not the best lifters so it's just like that that makes it a little bit kind of funky but i'm 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 just more of a big i'm a big fan of just like having a even playing field like playing field while you're on the in the throes of competition there shouldn't be a advantage for a lifter based strictly off of age over someone that decided to compete in the open as well like i'm 28 i'm just open straight up and you're telling me that a 23 year old has an advantage over me just off his age alone. Like if it came down to like a chip or something like that. So I don't think that's, 
don't know if that's fair, um, but you know, hopefully, like I said, it doesn't rear its ugly head. It's it's what's supposed to make it more special that the junior can win because they're battling you in the open, but you yeah. can't. You it doesn't. You can't come into the open with like an advantage because of your age. Then it's not as special yeah. if you win. It was like, yeah, you won the open, but we gave you concessions. We we handicapped people in potential situations, not crazy, but in potential situations. Yeah. Like Joy Namani in Sheffield. Joy Namani is the reigning world champion. She's going to battle Jad Jacob. Jad Jacob is a junior. Mm-hmm. So Jad Jacob has the IPF's not doing this, but she would have chips in play that Joey wouldn't and would be yeah. like, it's gonna, they're both four, they they're literally their best totals is 495 and 495.5. That extra chip could it, like this yeah. shit could happen. This is yeah, Sheffield. Yeah. Can you imagine Sheffield gets balanced out on something like that? It'd be crazy. Yeah. People would be like, Joey would be like, well. I kind of would like to have just lost you because you're better, not because you're younger type deal. I don't know. Yeah. Which is, yeah, that's, that's such a weird thing to say, like in the sport. I, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, Oh, um, like in football. Oh, like it, it counts an extra two yards. Cause he's 23. So well, like, this is it. This is where people like it's special. You're in the NFL very young. That's the specialness. You don't deserve yeah, concessions. We, if you yeah. get concessions, you're here because we're helping you. Yeah. Nah, stay in the juniors. When you come in the open, that's what makes it inspiring. You, you, you have no, you're at a disadvantage of going against older guys in their prime. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what, that's know. what made that. That's what makes uh, David Rick so special. I mean, he's old and he's still, oh, gee, that's not crazy. He's an older gentleman. Still okay. with young guys. Yeah. I don't want, <laughs> no, that's I don't not want to work somehow. That's not uh, a yeah, worse somehow. <laughs> really? He's old. I mean, he's, he's experienced. He's more there experienced. There you go. Yeah, he's more experienced. Man, I want to smoke with Dave Rick, man. I'm yeah, right. you, can you imagine Superman's gonna launch a fucking video on you, dude? Oh the king God. of he's gonna take, <laughs> he, he takes King of the List podcast clips oh, and he's man. like, I want to address what this young man said. <laughs> <laughs> please, man, please, man. I don't want to no like not you, David. Yeah, not I you. respect him a lot. I respect him a lot. I don't want that statement. But um, so yeah, I I just it's like saying like Tom Brady like oh like you get extra two yards because you're 45 years old and like you're a master quarterback. It's like what what are you talking about? Right. You're out there, you're out there because I mean you yeah like you said you being out there is what makes it special. You shouldn't have like a competitive advantage strictly off your age. It makes it less like in the, in the in like in a rule book format you should your advantage comes from experience. You're like no I know what to do in the situation, but there shouldn't be like a a tangible rule that says right here like oh no 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 this guy has an advantage he's older. Like, no, we can't. It's they don't realize it because, because when that guy is winning titles at 45, people who are in the general public, if they find out, yeah, but you know, they actually changed after 40, they lessen the rules for you. It's like, uh, against the young guys, yeah, nothing, nothing big, nothing, nothing big, nothing big, but you know, and they have to explain it's like, don't do that, don't do that. It, it actually, yeah, it fucks up. It fucks it up a little bit. It I don't does. think they realize weird. that. They could they mm-hmm. might take away it in the future if people push back. I think there was pushback in the comments. Maybe it's oh for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of pushback. I saw the comments. I was like, yeah. This, right. I was like, I was reading the rule. I was like, I'm not reading this right. Like, this can't be the rule that I'm reading. I was looking it, at the comments just to confirm. I was like, okay, yeah, this this was reading correctly. At least it's a scenario that won't pop up very often but it could that's what i'm and hoping mm-hmm. when it finally does if it's for a major title um people might have a different taste in their mouth about it how about mm-hmm. the ipf bench rule how do you think it's rolled out 
like lately it hasn't been as controversial. I haven't seen anybody bomb out. I'm not saying nobody has worldwide globally, but mm. I don't know. Well, what's your impression so far? Uh, I mean, I don't think that was a rule to implement really. Um, but that's what that, like when we talked about it, it makes it so hard. Cause like, what do you do? Um, but I don't, I don't think that really does much. Does it? I mean, from my impression, like a lot of, a lot of the, like I knew there was a couple of women I was going to keep my eye on. They're still mm-hmm. benching big numbers. Um, yeah. There's a couple people like we'll see that some of the benches came down, like Meg Scanlon's bench came down. She's adjusting, but there's other people like their numbers are still crazy. Like, like you look mm-hmm. like Natalie Richards, who's a 125 pound woman. And she's, she crossed over the 500 kilo mark in the 57s. Like it's not slowing some of these women down. And mm-hmm. in terms of the men's, um, you know, I don't know too many aggressive benchers like Eddie Berglund still has a big bench, but his bench came down, but it wasn't like this. Earth- is, Owen, is, is Owen Hubbard still around or he's around? Let's see. That's a good one. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Can't remember right. if he's gone yet. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out. We'll find out soon okay. enough, but there, there's, yeah. so there will be some people who will impact. It just is an impact. It, it's not a crazy fucking, oh my God, this is going to ruin everything. Nor is it like either which way, a lot of numbers, yeah. everyone who's good is still good. And we haven't had a major shakeup that I can see yet. Let's see what mm-hmm. Eddie Berglund does at Sheffield. Um, and like Owen Hubbard's or whatever, you know, it would have impacted like a Sean Noriega, but he's still going to be strong. Like how much, I don't know. We yeah. I, uh, put it this way so far. It hasn't changed the rankings like anything crazy where some people are fucked and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it was ever, I don't think it was ever really supposed to because there's only like a small amount of lifters that do bench like that, but it's just more so just like the spirit. Like that. that's not like the spirit of a bench press. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not like that you would stay in the bench press. You know what I mean? So like I said, I, I wish that they, not for that wish, but I would, I would love to see if them into uh, implement them in the USAPL because there's a lot of lifters actually that do bench like that. like a lot of the smaller females and then like some of the guys do bench like that. So I'd like to see how it would because I, I haven't seen them in the IPF, but just like in the USAPL, I'd like to see what that would look like um, if they were to enforce that rule. Or if they, or some rule else that would be, who knows? There's a lot of different ways you could approach it. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, you know, people are going to keep watching and seeing. Like initially when it came in, everybody was like, this is the dumbest idea yeah, ever. Dumbest shit, yeah. And then um, now that some time has passed, it isn't like, it's not like when you watch powerlifting, it still looks like powerlifting. And it wasn't like mm-hmm. this crazy impact that people thought you're going to fuck everything up and everything's <laughs> like, like yeah. literally nobody bombed out at PA Nats. Like I called yeah. every single session and there wasn't like this big, whatever. And, and late ladies like Jessica Espinal, 47 kilos, smaller lady still totaling over 400 kilos. And it's going to be like, it wasn't this major, like it's going to, uh, crush some of these women as strong as mm. strong. It took a while to adjust, but she did well. So we'll see, man. I don't know. I, 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 only time will tell, but I'm glad, yeah. it, I'm glad it wasn't a huge holy shit moment. And yeah. I think maybe only they said this should only a few people at the top end, with the aggressive arches it's going to affect mm. looks like that's the case, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. There's always, we'll see. Yeah. The more things change, man. Every year things change. There's always going to be something that people are going to complain about, like since I will change or whatever. So there's always going to be something. Listen, man, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. We crushed two hours and, um, fuck. Yeah. We always jump on and do like a long ass podcast. Dude, we jump on quick too. 
Yeah. It's always like, yeah. um, like last time was, I was like, uh, you good. What, what, what day is good for you? You're like, I'm, I'm how's today. And I'm like, <laughs> Let's do it. It's, it's uh, same thing. Like it was, it's difficult. I couldn't get a co-host as quick, but I'm like, let's, let's rock and roll as quick as possible. No, but, uh, but dude, I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on and, um, sure. Keep, keep in touch, man. We'll be in the DMS. And uh, let me know how everything goes and freaking Sheffield's rolling around and you've got tons yeah. of people, tons of Americans, people on the same. I might track. actually be, yeah, I might actually be in the UK around that time too. I got like, dude, stop. There. Are you serious? Possibly, 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 possibly. If you were in Sheffield, if you come, fucking, you got to let me know ahead of time for sure. No, for sure. I'm, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to, like, I might see if I hang around or something like that. Or no, no, I might go like a little bit earlier for sure. So I'll, I'll let you know. It would be absolutely bonkers, but um, yeah, because you hear stories like John Hack is going and everything, and like not to compete, but just hang out, like a bunch oh. of people. Is he allowed to? Oh, how does that work? Yeah, yeah. Anyone oh, can he, show he up. Go. To... He just oh, he just can't. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, like he couldn't coach anyone or something like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, like John Hack, half Thor Bjornsson, like the mountain, and like you, mm -hmm. like I don't know who's going to show up, but there's stories of possible. Um, fuck whoever Rumors. actually. Rumors. There's rumors Russell or he might be there for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll see. But um, yeah. my dude, thank you for coming on. Uh, yes, and sir. for listeners listening, or sorry, do you want to give a shout out or anything before we let you go? Uh, man, just shout out to Joey. Man, like uh, I feel like he's on that's contributed to the policy community so much. Uh, so to see my friend and, and coach and mentor take such like a uh, public hit like that. It sucks because he's one of the people that are super passionate about powerlifting, and I feel like he's added a lot to the game. So um, I just wanted to shout him out. Like, we've been together since 2017. I don't think I would become, like, the man lifter or individual that I am today without his guidance and his help and his coaching. Uh, so I just wanted to shout him out. That's pretty much it. Fair enough, my man. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. known Joey for, for a long-ass time now. Uh, when I first started King of Lips, he was, like, one of the first people I ever had on the show. It was him and Jack, yeah. John Hack, actually. Yeah. And um, yeah, he'll be back. I mean, I'll I'll bring him on the podcast and whatnot. <laughs> I'll see him in Sheffield, that's for sure. I'll oh, I'll definitely sure. see him in Sheffield though. So, anyways, um, thank you for coming on the podcast, everyone listening. Please do subscribe as per usual. Uh, give us high ratings. And until next time, six up, and we are out.